Chunks, welcome back. It's just me today. Far out. Um, it's been a while since it's been me. Been six weeks according to schedule. Oh gosh, I need to mute everything. But <laughs> excuse me. Uh, welcome back to Chunks. It's been a been a long time since I've sat down in front of a, mi- a microphone. No, that's a lie. But by myself. Been a long time since I've sat down in front of a microphone by myself. Um, as you can probably hear, we've got new microphones. That is very, very nice. Uh, I hope you enjoy the audio quality. We're hoping to upgrade, you know. This summer is going to be huge. I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting the shit out of it. And I'm going to write down a few goals and things I want to achieve. But I also want to use this podcast as a sort of catch-up and use it as a chance to jot down or project or manifest some goals that I would really love to achieve. And I want you guys to be a part of. And I want you to please help me in any way possible. Thank you very much. Um, But anyway, at the time of hearing this, if you're a loyal fan, Thank you very much. Shout out. You, I will be, sorry. I will be in Singapore with my lovely partner, Isikal. We love to see it. Um, <laughs> planned a two-week holiday. She planned a two-week holiday. There were a few kerfuffles and mess-ups on my end. So thought the stress was a bit too much. Uh, you know, she's gone to bed. So very, very, very excited for her. She's moving to Sydney for the next four years. So we'll see how long distance goes. Hoping to... Um, Hoping to venture down that journey, to be honest. And I think I'm at a point where, you know, love her a lot. So hopefully we do maintain the ting, maintain the relationship because, yeah, love her dearly. And I'm very excited for her. Anyway, this is a podcast to have with this girl, probably overseas, um, which I might have actually, which you might get a taste of because of future goals and plans that I am about to announce or not announce, but you know how it is. I'm just going to talk. I've got a few dot points, but... Please bear with me. I'm just talking. So if you're listening to my voice, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Whether you're in the car, going for a walk or, you know, just loyal fan. We love to see it. Love to see it. And I want to, I want to, I want you to take some time to think about something that you're grateful for today. I'm grateful for the people that have come into the studio as of the past like three, four days, because I've been trying to hustle out some episodes that I can do weekly over summer, which is really exciting. I've got a few big names, few awesome chats. So I'm really excited to release them out. And yeah, but before we get into, I guess, what's on for life with Lamb, um, what has been happening? So I'm a bit sniffly, a little bit congested. So you're going to have to deal with that. But uh, I got a sponsorship from eFoods. Shout out Anthea Lamb. Um, Met her at a powerlifting sort of gathering. Uh, shout out Twee for ho- hosting that. We met Anthea, who recognized me from TikTok. If you guys didn't know, I actually got a, you know, I hit the For You page. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? Built different, you know? Hit the For You page with my This Is Never That bag. If you haven't seen the bag, I will link it in the show notes below for you. It is quite a specimen. I think it's out of stock at the moment, but shout out Harrison. He did also purchase of this is never that bag you know you got three compartments laptop big main compartment and then your front pocket for you know your essentials like your wallet your phone no not your phone your, your phone in your pocket uh your wallet your keys uh maybe a pen you know if you want to jot down a few things <laughs> i have no clue there's just so much room in that bag and I, and I am not using it anymore because uni is over 
But, you know, when uni starts back, it should be good. You know, it's a good work back. Anyway, uh, Anthea recognized me and she was like, oh, my God, I left a comment on your TikTok. And I was like, oh, my God, really? Cool. What would you say? And she said, oh, my God, there's so much room in the bag. And I was like, 100%. 100% I agree. And we were vibing. And then I followed her. She followed me. You know, networking. You know how it is. Everyone, don't be afraid to ask for an Instagram is my tip of the day. I feel like... More recently, I've met people. I've just been like, yo, what's your gram? You know? And some people get so embarrassed about it, but, you know, it's fine. What what judgment is there? You know, you just want to see their socials and stuff. And, yeah, maybe it's a cute girl or a cute guy or, I don't know, whatever your preference is. Just ask for the Instagram, you know? You never know what, what happens. And then you're not stuck with the what-if question. And I hate the what-if question because I've been very regretful recently. Not recently, but I think... What if holds us back and hypotheticals hold us back and we really need to just hone in on the present and just go for it. You know, I think us as humans, we're so afraid of rejection and we just need to embrace it and just no balls. No, I can't say that. Just be confident. I know it's very hard, but you know, you get better and better at it each time. So I've tried to ask people for the Instagrams um, and like, and complimenting people. I saw this person walking the tram yesterday and they were carrying this sick vintage sort of like Chinese looking art art sort of like door it looked like a door big frame big piece of artwork and then attached was a, attached to the bottom was a basketball hoop and I was like bro that is sick that looks so cool and then we were chatting and then we got off at the same stop and he walked the other way I walked the other way I walked the other way and you know that's it and I think those interactions can make someone's day because I left the city feeling very like proud of myself that I was able to go out of my comfort zone and say, Hey, look, this is very cool. And what you've got is very cool because I'm sure they would be like, Hey, that's what I thought as well. And everyone's happy, you know, just spread positivity. Anyway, very cliche, very, um, nah, we love that. We love cliches. We love cliches on this podcast. So yeah, go spread positivity. Anyway, Back to Anthea, oh my God, followed each other on Instagram, saw that she had a code for this e-foods thing. And mate, I have been consuming so many microwavable meals, so many, literally so easy, so cheap, um, easy to track calories, good protein uh, distributions and macros. Uh, what else can you complain about? I don't think, I don't think anything else other than maybe serving and portion size, but you know, just, just got to stick it out, consume some water. Put some liquid in the stomach, off you go. Anyway, she's sponsored by eFoods and turns out her brother actually owns it. So shout out eFoods. Thank you very much for the sponsorship. Sponsorship, I very much appreciate it. They sent me eight meals. Very, very generous of them. Very appreciative. Um, oh God, I better go on their website and name some of the favorite ones that I thought were, you know, top tier. But I do remember this pulled meat or pulled beef sort of meal let me have a look but you know i'm really grateful for the opportunity and i think if you oh i don't think if you want to support me in any way you can actually use code life with lamb 20 for 20 percent off or 20 dollars off your first order which is very sick that's like two three two meals two free meals and let me have a look i'm still on the Still another thing. Oh, their creamy ch- creamy pesto chicken pasta was bussin. I very much enjoyed that one. What else is very good? I'm just having a look. You gotta bear with me. Their Oh, here it is. Their hickory barbecue pulled brisket. Oh my god. That one was fire. 
That one you definitely need to buy and use my code for a free meal. Yeah, that was epic. That was actually like such a good meal. It, the flavors, blah, so that was a very bad noise. It was actually very good. <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. But uh, shout out to eFoods uh, for sponsoring me and giving me the opportunity to, I guess, spread my platform. And it's something that I'm very passionate about meal prep. I think if you haven't got into it, I've been really slack actually because of exams. But if you don't meal prep, I feel like you're wasting a lot of money on going out. And don't get me wrong, I love going out, but maybe save it for a weekend. Maybe save it for, you know, like celebrations. Don't go out every single night or buy food every single day because, you know, you want to save for save for things, save for holidays and, and save for adventures and save for assets that you want to uh, purchase, such as the microphones that I got. You know, just as an example, you know, if you're saving up for something and you're wondering like, oh, my bank account's so low and everything, Maybe the coffee that you're getting every day is very, is, is chipping away. It's like four bucks, five bucks per coffee. And then maybe you're going to lunch and spending about 15 bucks. And then maybe you're going out for dinner, which can be an upwards of 22 $30 per meal, which is a lot of money. And that's like, what, 50, 60 bucks a day. So if you think of it like that and multiply it by seven days, if you're going out seven days, let's say five, it's $300 out of your paycheck, which is a lot of money. And a lot of people have to work quite a bit for that. So just putting that into perspective and encouraging healthy meal prepping habits because the two to three hours that you pull out of your day to make meal prep options and investing in, I guess, more healthy food. And you sort of know what's in the foods as well. And don't get me wrong, you can make really delicious, healthy meals as well. You know what's in it. Takes like the two to three hours that it might take to cook. And you've got meals for the... I guess upcoming days, you can always freeze food. But yeah, if you want to cook every couple of days, then go ahead. I, I'm a huge advocate for meal prep. Uh, and I'm very grateful to be sponsored by eFoods. Alrighty. Um, on to the next one. Finishing exams. <laughs> Gosh, I feel like everyone in the world has finished exams. Um, super happy with how I went. Don't want to jinx anything though. So I'm touching wood, touching the table right now. Um, but I wanted to touch on the fact that your boy went on the newspaper all my days. It was very good. Very wild. Uh, if you don't follow my main account, it is Jaden Lamb. Jaden spelled as J-A-D-Y-N. Very weird. Thank you, mum and dad, for the awesome spelling. Basically, what happened was um, I posted on my Instagram the truth about the uni experience. And it was a very, <laughs> in my humble opinion, I thought it was very well written. And I'll give you some context. So uni Melb, I attend. And I've absolutely hated my experience. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be honest. And I just don't think that the support system is there. And I think that stems from the t tutorials. Tutors are less than likely to give you quality feedback on work that you've put probably few hours on and you know like I understand sometimes you hand in assignments very late or the day before and maybe you rushed it but when it comes to feedback you want to know what you need to improve on especially you know Melbourne Uni one of the top universities in the world I think rank 34 at the moment if you're putting in effort for your assignments and all you get from your tutor all you get from your tutor is refer to the rubric for this part but I'm going to mark you down a lot. How do you think that makes everyone feel? 
very fucking demotivated, man. So demotivated. Holy shit. And it's something that I'm so passionate about because I think your jobs as teachers or tutors, and don't get me wrong, you're human. I love the fact that you're, you know, putting yourself out there to educate others or maybe you're doing your master's and this is something that you have to do. But if you're telling students to look at the rubric, I think that is the most brain dead piece of information that you can give. Of course, I'm looking at a rubric. I want to do well. Why else is it there? Of course, I am going to refer to a rubric to structure my work. There is no other... There's, why else is there a rubric? If you give me that feedback that is so shit and literally not quality enough for, some, for, for an institution that calls themselves the number one university in Australia. Just full stop, period, end of conversation. I'm out of breath. <laughs> I'm so out of breath. Um, and the fact that the fact that they can go around and use this name and in the modern era, Melbourne Uni, such a reputable institution, very well known, people will hire you. It's almost a flex when you tell people which university you're going to. You're like, oh, Uni Melbourne. People are like, oh my God, that must mean you're so smart. It does not mean a single flying fuck these days, is my opinion. And I and this all stemmed from an article written in... I, I saw it on the ABC. I got a phone notification at 4 a.m. in the morning. And it said, Melbourne Uni uh, under fire as uh, they are underpaying staff and upwards of $22 million in unpaid wages. So they're under... So unpaid wages up to $22 million dating back to 2013. And it it sort of... In that moment, it just all clicked for me. It clicked the fact that, of course, these tutors aren't going to give me quality feedback. Of course, they're not going to invest all their time into my education. Even if I reach out, even if I email, and don't get me wrong, they do turn over, or a few of my tutors have been amazing at turning over, um, like, sort of emails and replying and everything. But at the end of the day, it is so demotivating to be in a class with them. And I don't think it's their fault. I honestly think it's the institution's fault. Because how can someone be motivated to work and provide quality feedback or quality education to students that they're given if they aren't even being paid to the time that they provide? How are they able to stay motivated and stay willing to invest their time into other people when they're not being paid remuneration for it. It just baffled me. And it was all the connecting of the dots. It all just fucking happened. I was like, holy shit. And I went on a tangent at 4am in the morning in bed. I drafted up this fucking amazing post. I'm not going to lie. And I put on my story. I was outraged. I was pissed off. I, I just, I was sick of it, to be honest, because I literally have not had a good enough experience for something that parents, other parents, parents of friends, older people, older generations, passing down to me the fact that university is one of the li most life-changing experiences ever, because it genuinely is not. Every single time I asked, when I was growing up, every single time I was at a fi family function, it was always 
oh, what are you going to do when you grow up? I had no clue. I literally have no clue. This is why I do the podcast. This is why I post a lot on social media and try and network as much as possible because I literally have no clue what I want to do. And this is why I reach out to people to try and get them on the podcast to talk about their career tra- trajectory. I want to spread the message that there are different and various ways that you can make a career or a living without going to uni, without falling under lots of hex debt, without having to attend a blank screen with random names of people that you do not know and do not have any contact with, all to achieve a piece of paper. There is just no, I I just don't think the need is there anymore and it's almost redundant or obsolete, which is like, can be very controversial and maybe I'll bite my words in X amount of years. But at the time, at the moment, I am suffering from imposter syndrome. I don't know what the fuck I am doing in my course. All I know is how to control F and type up and summarize a a slide that is given from a lecture. That is all I know how to do. And yes, we're returning back onto campus next year. But then what about international students who haven't been able to find the accommodation in the cities? Rent is so fucking expensive right now. And there are so many other things that I could go on to. But anyway, I wrote an article and posted it on Instagram and the Herald Sun reached out to me and basically your boy got put on the newspaper. And of course, there hasn't been any response from the institution themselves, which is honestly to be expected. But I was having a read at the comments and honestly, there were so many positive comments that supported me. And, and I thought... I was finally being heard and this is why what I preach on the podcast which can be so controversial but I feel like it's the absolute truth and I think so many people need to understand especially when you've just graduated um, high school congratulations by the way I hope you enjoy schoolies um, you need to understand that if you do not know what you want to do do not fall or succumb to the idea that you need to go to university it is not imperative. It is not imperative. Go find yourself. Go work or try and find, I don't know, jobs in an industry that you might be interested in and then work your way up. See if you like it. There is no point in struggling there for three years. Struggling at, and this is not just at Unimob. This is university in general because I think we've been portrayed this image or this perception that you have to finish high school which, yes, I agree with. I think you have to finish high school or at least further your education through institutions such as TAFE. I think you have to further yourself and progress in a way that's productive to society because you can't just live off your parents' money for the rest of your life. I'm not supporting that at all and I hope that doesn't come across this way. But if you don't know what you want to do, please try and find yourself. Don't succumb to the idea that you have to attend university because it's just, it's pointless at that point. You're not stimulated when you're learning. You're not enjoying what you're learning and it's just a waste of time and money. Honestly, uh, that's my true thoughts. And this is why I wrote the article because I just think so many people need to break out of this, yeah, perception, stereotype or... I don't know what we've been relayed on from our generations that have passed uni and have had the best experiences of their life because they were able to go on campus. They were able to make friends and lifelong relationships that they cherish to this day. It's just not the case um, in this day and age. I, for one, am so fortunate to have met the group that I have. 
but there are so so many people out there that are struggling, so many people that aren't willing to reach out and make those friends. And it hap- and it happens to be at Melbourne Uni because people are literally elitist. It is an elitist culture because this is what Melbourne Uni fosters. It's the best of the best, taking the best courses in the best university in the best location possible. Why would I speak to other people that are in the same area as me? Why would I speak to the person in the tutorial? Yes, COVID has happened, but this is literally the behaviours of other students at university, of Melbourne anyway, is what I found. I had two in-person tutorials and and one of them was great. One of them was great. The other one, dead silent. And yes, it might be luck. It might be the luck of the draw. Or just, I don't know, people are just so introverted at the moment and aren't willing to reach out. I'm so fortunate that I myself am able to reach out and just, I don't know, have a conversation with someone. And maybe and maybe it boils down to the students as well. Maybe it's not just Melbourne Uni. Yes, it is the environment that's being fostered. But maybe, to and, and this is a message to students as well. Please reach out. Why Why are you staying silent in a tutorial and not reaching out to other people? It just does not make any sense. You are there to socialise. You're there to make the best experience possible, especially considering the amount of money that you're spending on the subjects and the courses that you're taking, and especially the commute that you have to take to go to tutorials. Please open your mouth, smile, talk, and ask for Instagrams. Wow, what a link. That's awesome. Anyway, that's... That's literally me just having a fucking rant about university. Sorry, it's not what I meant to center the podcast around, but I guess finishing exams and being featured in the newspaper have been two highlights that are present in my life so far. So hope you enjoyed that chat. <laughs> I just think, yeah, and, and honestly, thank you to the people who responded and, and reacted and interacted with the post because I think... Yeah, as a student body, we're really suffering. And I really am so fearful of the of the generation that I'm a part of because I just think we're all going to be inadequate. And whether that's a student student's fault, whether that's an institution's fault, whether that's because of COVID, I just think we are very, very scarce with our knowledge and, and education. And don't get me wrong, there are some absolute guns out there, you know, um, who are probably slaving away, working a lot harder than me, and maybe I'm just feeling sorry for myself. But in from my experience anyway, it just feels feels very dark, you know? The future looks a little bit dark in terms of university and everything. So, I don't know, that's just some food for thought. I'd love to get an opinion. If you're listening um, and thinking, maybe stop, give me a text, shoot me a call. Like, I would really appreciate it because, yeah, I just, I think I'm very passionate about this topic and, and I want to find a way to, to interact with students in a better way. And I want to break the barrier of poor feedback from t- tutors who aren't being recognised and rewarded for the hard work that they're putting in. Because it's just not fair if they're putting in all these hours in marking grades but not being rewarded for it. Of course they're going to say, look at the rubric because that's an easy copy-paste piece of feedback that they can give students if they don't think that the work is adequate but they don't want to explain why of course they're going to relate to the rubric if they're not being paid it's like why why would i why would i invest more time into this when i've given when i've been given strict deadlines and been given this expectation of my work to be of my students work to be graded at a certain time of course i'm just going to copy paste and say look at the rubric look at the rubric 
it's just not good enough, to be honest. And I think, yeah, it boils down to the fact that you don't have to go to uni. You do not have to go to uni, especially if you don't know what you're doing. For biomed, for medicine, for engineering, those things, yes. If you need the high-level maths, 100%. Commerce, I reckon you could learn on the fly. I'm not going to lie. Yes, you get a piece of paper and everything, but honestly, if you find jobs or internships on LinkedIn, you can connect to so many fucking people on LinkedIn. Uh, This is my new revelation. You can see so many people and what their achievements are and you can literally look them up and just be like, hey, like I want to get coffee for you, uh, with you or for you. Yeah, that's pretty nice of you. You can literally meet up with so many fucking people on LinkedIn. It is not funny. Do not pigeonhole yourself into university. That's if you don't need to. And I'm referring to commerce. I'm referring to marketing management because this is the situation that I'm in. So this is my piece of advice to you. If you're doing finance, if you're doing economics, if you're doing accounting, great. Good on you. That's awesome. I just think if you have any empathy or any common sense, you'd be able to manage people at work. Marketing, maybe you need a creative eye or something or understand a few fundamental concepts, which, oh, by the way, we're learning about television (laughs) advertisements. How fucking outdated. What about YouTube advertisements? What about search engine optimizations? which I get one slide on. But no, we get three fucking slides on television advertisements because that's so with the times at the moment. It's not. And as an institution, how are you teaching the next generation this bullshit content? Anyway, I'm done with the rant. That was not meant to go for that long. Holy crap, I could literally... Ch- t- oh my God. I could I could chat a long time about that. Um, but anyway, in summation, got in the newspaper... People who thought I could write really well and yes, uh, cheeky, cheeky um, 40, 40, 40 plus in uh, English, but we will we'll let that be because honestly, that's so irre- irrelevant. And if I could, I, I would write more. I'm not going to lie. Um, let's move on to the podcast for a little bit and I feel like we'll cut it there because I just want this one to be a short one um, considering the things that I have planned. So as I've been talking into this new microphone, We've got a new setup. Um, for the tech people out there, I'm going to run it down a little bit. we got the Rodecaster or the Rode Rodecaster, which is a interface that allows the mics to be plugged into and I can sort of see the levels and actually see the time that, it, uh, that I've been recording, which is actually amazing. I think it's one of the best and most user-friendly pieces of equipment there is. And I do want to further like understand how to use it and everything, but we'll get to that hopefully over the summer, to be honest. Um, it's a really good piece of equipment. I bought the interface, which costs about, I think, 850 God, I don't even know. Let's have a look online. Uh, I bought that, the Rodecaster Pro, which is, oh, it's 730 or 800, no, 850. Yeah, 850. Uh, plus the Rode pod mic times two and two PSA or Rode PSA one plus or plus one mics. Anyway, people are probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? Bought it for a grand over Facebook marketplace. And it was through leftover cash that I had from like Chinese new year and birthdays. So I think, uh, and my rationale behind it was I want to put money into this so that I keep motivated. Because if I because half the half the equipment that I have is sourced off Facebook Marketplace, which 
The table was free. Uh, tripods, you know, 20 bucks each. Lights, about 30 bucks each. So, I don't know. Pretty minimal budget, if I'm being quite honest. So, I was like, if I put a bit of money into a setup. And, and Richard, I, I saw him the other day. Richard, amazing quote right here. And please listen in. Is the best investment that you can make is not in stocks. It's not in crypto. Uh, and it's not in, I guess, startups or, or, you know, all those, you know, passive income projects. It's honestly to invest in yourself and invest in your passion project. Because if you're truly passionate about something and you want to excel in it, spend the money because you will use it. Undoubtedly. That is if you know, sort of, if you definitely want to do it. And I know I definitely want to do the podcast and I know I definitely get fulfillment out of it. And I love chatting to people. I love it. I love it to bits. I was actually fortunate enough to go on um, Haymate, which is uh, a little side hustle run by um, Gabe, who is a Lululemon ambassador at the High Point store, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. But he um, facilitates sort of a conversation for men, runs every Tuesday on a 7 p.m. You sort of have to book in and it's awesome. He's just got some sort of conversation starters that put men in a vulnerable position. Um, the topics that we focused on were happiness and routine. And it was a like an hour 15 sort of conversation surrounding the topics and got to chat to a bunch of guys that I literally had not met and were from all over Australia. And it was actually one of the most f- fulfilling things ever. And I was so, honestly, I was avoiding because I had found out about this ages ago through Alana Davey. Thank you. Shout out Alana. Um, but I had been avoiding. I, I texted Gabe. I did everything. I was like, I'm going to join. And then I just flaked last minute. And then Alana texted me again and she's like, oh, do you want to, uh, I guess, spend some time and, and maybe do this session for, for the week? And honestly, no regrets. I, I think it was very fulfilling. And I think that Gabe is creating an awesome platform. I'm not sure if he's listening to be honest, but he's creating such an amazing platform for um, men to speak out and talk about their feelings and, and provides that opportunity and that safe space for people to really let go and be free of judgment. And I think as men, as a young male as well, um, it's just so important that you're able to have a space to do that. And I think that's what I want to provide with my podcast as well. I think whenever I s- step away from the microphone after recording an episode with a guest, the first thing was that's that was so therapeutic. And that's what I want it to be because I want people to share their stories and to to sort of almost have a weight, let, let go of them and a platform to uh, project their story and, and inspire other people and motivate other people because... I just, I find fulfillment in that. And I think learning off other people is one of the best things that you can possibly do for yourself. As a young kid, I always gravitated towards people that were older than me, especially in part-time jobs. Like I would always hang out with them because I think that's where you learn a lot of the things that are applicable to life because they've lived longer than you. They've been on this earth for a longer time than you. Of course, they're going to know a bit more. So take those pearls of wisdom and use it in your own life. And I think that's what I want to do with the podcast. I really want to just project perspective as the intro song says. Um, yeah, so new setup. Invested a grand, which, you know, <laughs> is a lot of money to, for some people. But, you know, I thought it was worth it. And I hope that I can create a lot of content out of it. Uh, YouTube. I really implore everyone to try and start watching the podcast on YouTube because I'm really putting in my fucking time into editing 
the camera angles. So uh, I'm looking at the setup right now and I might put chunks on video from now on, to be honest, because I feel like it's worthwhile. I'm definitely not going to edit it yet because it takes so long. I'm looking right now at my phone tripod, which faces the two microphones. So it will have a side profile of myself and the guest. And then I'll have a camera looking at me from the side, 45 degrees. And then the camera will also look at the guest. And yeah, it's 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 just good viewing. I think it's a bit more entertaining and engaging for those people that are more visual and like sort of want to put a face to the voice. Um, yeah, I just think if you have the time and if you want to please i implore you to go on youtube and just have a look so my most recent podcast with kim that one has all the angles and the thumbnails changed as well i need to invest into canva pro to continue doing that sort of checkered life with lamb thing but i think it's worthy you know uh, i pride myself in how i run my instagram and i think it's very cohesive in how it is i'm not sure whether to upload more content or not but We'll see in the future because it just, I feel like hopefully it grows to the point where it's, yeah, where I'm able to promote other things as well and not just chunks, main episode and a reel because, yeah, I, I guess I see other podcasts and some of them have pretty messy feeds, but bloody hell, the post that they're putting out is like merchandise and everything. And I think that's so sick, uh, which leads me to my next point, which is tote bags. And I really... I really want to bring out some tote bags and I think there's definitely a market there for everyone. Like tote bags are one of the best things ever and you can definitely style a lot of your outfits around a tote bag or a tote bag can definitely complement as an accessory that it is uh, to your outfit. And and I want to find some graphic designers or I think I'm going to sit down with Isika and we're going to make really cool designs for um, some tote bags and I, and I hope that you you all or all the listeners would be interested in purchasing one because I think it really supports me as well. And plus you get a pretty cool and high quality piece of clothing, clothing (laughs) and accessory. Um, So that one is in the making and, and not that I'm in this for the money. I know you just heard me have a spiel about um, like why I'm doing the podcast and the platform that I hope it creates, but I just hope that, you understand that, you know, I've put a bit of money into this podcast and, and hopefully I'm able to make it a profitable um, thing that, that I can sustain myself in the future because I really, I see potential in it and I know the podcast market is so saturated right now, but, you know, I, I, I feel like I can find some people with really amazing messages and things like that. Um, I was also having a listen to past episodes, just a side note. And, I, and I'm very proud and grateful for the amount of people that have hopped on the podcast. I think I look back at episode like 30 and it's just crazy that we're up to, what, episode 50 something. You know, that's like 20 individual people. Let me, ha- let me get up Spotify right now. Yeah, literally. So I restarted it at episode 28 with Derek. And since then, we've got on, gone up to episode 52. And... It just puts into perspective how hard I've been working on this podcast and, you know, like the, the listeners are growing with it as well. And I, and I really hope that other people are able to see it as well. One of my goals for the end of the year is to hit 500, 500 followers on uh, Instagram. And we're currently sitting at like 460, 457. 
So, you know, at, at the time of recording, of course, I, uh, like, oh my God, I don't want to be like sappy and stuff, but please share the podcast around. I want to get the message out. I want to get your story out. If you're interested in hopping on, please come on. Uh, don't be shy. Literally, I just want to get to know you. And a lot of the guests that have popped in in the past four days, I haven't properly spoken to yet. And it was more like a catch up and it's so casual. And I just want to get to know you and get to know your story. Um, yeah, I see lots of big things for Life with Lamb. And I really appreciate you and love you if you're listening to it so far. Because, yeah, you're the reason why I continue doing it. And the audience that I'm that I have and that I'm fortunate enough to uh, have cultivated is why I continue doing it and why I invest money into it and everything. So thank you very much for tuning in. Um, It's a very sappy and uh, dramatic turn to the episode, but I hope you could get a bit out of it. And it's a little bit of an update from me. Um, By the time you're listening to this, I'll be, I don't know, exploring Singapore. Hopefully they have good Black Friday sales. I'm in like a spending mood at the moment, but uh, yeah, until next time, stay tuned. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Life With Them Podcast. Share the podcast around, please. It's free. I very much appreciate it. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Oh, actually, before I leave, I feel like I'm going to do weekly episodes, but I'm going to make a poll on Instagram. But um, that's it. Love you all. Bye-bye. Mwah.